It's Monday. Ash forgot he was babysitting his own child. So it's a quick one. I'm sorry. It's my fault. Uh, if you want more, listen on Thursday via Patreon. Oh, there's a little incentive for you. Anyway, it's Pranks and Firth. Today, I'm joined by glucose intolerance test, Justin Poinginson. I love... Oh, hang on. I'm the test. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the actual test. Right. So what you have to do is just a little prick of blood, little prick of blood, and you just have to dob it on a wiener. <laughs> just prick your finger, put blob of blob of blob of blood. Oh my on, god, that has made me just, actually just go. Just touch it on my on my PP hall, as we call it these days. Bloody political correctness gone mad. Just a little <laughs> dob of blood on the tip of my on the tip of my nana, and I'll tell Does you it how you do it. Down the tube. Just down down the I, I need to I need to drink some up down my trunk. Yes. Oh my god. I wish I hadn't said any of that. I brought well, that you, on myself. You started it. I know, I know, I know. Well, you didn't really. I'm just... I'm just I'm like, do you ever think, like, when you're going to sort of, like... Uh, do you ever grow worry up. or wonder? Oh. When you... You just say no. I said grow up. I thought you were saying... Yeah, do no, you I was going to say, when am I going to emerge from my teenage years? Because... Yeah, I'm, well, you know when I, I have that... I get rattled... I stay within them, but it rattles me almost out every time I see a photo of myself and I realise I'm an old man. Yeah, but you're not. I no. am. But I've got. A, I've got an old meat so, suit. A meat suit. Yeah. yeah. That's old. Do you sing hey, to yourself all the time, mate? But I make yeah. the songs up. Do you? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And that's ever... why I think I stay. I stay young. But do, do you your know children? That's what Harry Krishnas do, isn't it? Well, they make it up as they go along. Well, no, but they, they, it's a mantra or a chant, isn't it? I, I definitely. Sometimes I will. Um, like, I always, when I'm having a piss, sing to myself to the tune of Buffalo Soldier by Bob Marley, pissing in the toilet. I just <laughs> always do it. I'm pissing right. in, the in the toilet. Yeah, always. And when you get something that scans well, yeah. somehow it like hits a nerve. And Forever. I sort of get addicted to saying it over and over yeah. again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like pissing my, in the toilet. My daughter hates it. My son, I think, my oldest has just come to terms with it. You know, though, like, that's, you know, that's not the words. That's not the words. But the generation above us, it was whistling. That's our whistling, isn't it? Yeah, it probably is. Older guys would like whistle while they cleaned the windows. But I'd be like, clean and dandy window. Buffalo Am Soldier. I, um, basically, I just sing everything to that tune, I think. After you know, 10 think. years being with my wife, once in an argument, like a sort of not an argument, but you know, where the, when the tension's the words. And uh, I sang a song, she went, oh, for God's sake, it's always just a stupid little song, isn't it? And I said, yes, genuinely, <laughs> if this is cropping up now, then you've made a massive mistake. I, I sang your knickers off, bitch. Don't be changing the fucking <laughs> rules on me a, now. If that's an issue, we've got some serious problems, because that's all I've got. That's why I was singing on the vinegar stroke. I, I sing to Buffalo Soldier, Spunkin' in the Minky. <laughs> <laughs> it's always that's, that's what I always, always in her ear. <laughs> I just lean in. Oh, oh, spunking in the minky <laughs> And that's uh works. Uh, Wet's her right <laughs> At my father's funeral. Sucking on the milkers. <laughs> oh, that's different. Well, you, you ever had a go on the old milkers, haven't you? Uh, oh god, I don't drink milk. Would you drink breast milk? Uh, I will counteract that question with, would you do foot porn on OnlyFans for £5,000 a month? Would I? Yeah. 
Yeah, yes. What, what have I got to do? I don't know. I've just heard that you can make thousands by like doing Not with my, weird... I've got ma- I've got men's yeah. feet. I like, think that that's all part of it. I man, think people my, love it. My big toenails look like peeled mini baby bells. They're so thick, yellow and spongy. That's exactly the dimensions. What do your feet smell like? You got bad smelly feet? No, I don't have I don't smell. This is the have thing. You've had athlete's foot. I've had athlete's foot when I was an athlete, yes. Really? Yeah, and it, I, I had it for, for ages that. and just sort of like did that bloke thing of not doing anything about it. It cracked in between my toes. Yeah, did you cut it off? Did you like get a blo- Have you ever... I ate right, it. Right, okay. Have you eaten it? Yeah. Um, what percentage... Uh, when you were a teenager, did you do a lot of cut, cutting stuff off yourself? Not like them bloody trans woke flakes now. Bloody I chopping had a, bits uh, off. I had, I had a wart on my finger as a teenager and yeah, I yeah, just yeah, ended I, I, up taking a blade to it and go... <laughs> Yeah. That's is that what you got? Because you, you're you wouldn't be able to do that now, you pussy. What was that? I could do it with a blade. Like, no, I you, could do it with a blade. Couldn't do it with a needle. Do you prefer blades to needles? Yeah. Because you chop up coke, but you won't do heroin. My door just opened on its own. Mm. Yes. Yeah. That's the ghost of your <laughs> wall come back this. to get you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I could cut myself. It, like if uh, if to have a blood test, you sliced yourself, and they took the blood that way. I could do that easily. Well, why aren't you then? You could have had the vaccine. Like, they could have slashed you and then rubbed it in. Yeah, it'd be just as effective. I'm all right. You actually are correct. Yeah, it's not effective. Yeah, that was yeah. correct. You're right. Yeah. That's what I was doing. Yeah, I get, I get it. Uh, speaking of which, we don't want to get into the vaccine we debate, do we, again? Do people bored? Are you bored of it? I'm bored of it. Yeah, I am. They but I do, I do feel that that's a tactic. That like, uh, I remember, like, if you went up to a person of colour... And said, "Oh God, stop banging on about slavery, for example. That would not be cool." But mm. I think that they've just—they've sort of psyoped us that we're allowed to go. Oh, stop going on about the lockdown now. It's like that was two years ago, and it fucked my life up. Why? Why am I not allowed to go on about it or the vaccine? Because you're wrong about it. All the pro-vax, granny killer, no vax, no job. You, you were all wrong. No vax, no job. No vax, no job. No vax, no, no vax, fly. no job. America's much worse than, than England, I was reading. I don't and everything, the bloody fatsos. But yeah, no, they are, there is, like, there's still quite a lot of pressure on people to, like, you can't do stuff if you're vaccinated, I think. That is yeah, still you a can't, thing. You can't transmit AIDS. What? Can you yeah. not? Nope. It's a side effect of the vax. They reckon this was actually... I'm just making all this up. They reckon it was actually... This was the anti-AIDS vax that they did make in the 80s, but they didn't release because, again, it was a conspiracy to wipe out... There are too many left over. Mm -hmm. Do you know that uh, Joe Biden... No, 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 no. No, no, no. Got that wrong. Anthony Fauci uh, deliberately released AIDS. (laughs) <laughs> that is what that is a true one. You laugh at that one. That one's actually out there. That's not mine. That is an existing one. Um, what about? Oh, here's something. See if you can explain this to me. I can explain anything. It won't be right, I think but I this... will fucking explain it. I think you probably can. So I t- I'm I'm looking after my baby son today. Oh. And when you're looking after a child, done it. Do you find you just have to? It's about creating blocks of time and yeah, and managing those it. blocks getting yeah. through it De- break it down into lots right, of little i'm gonna get down blocks. on the floor and yeah. push this little wooden train around until this program finishes otherwise my knees will be fucked that sort of thing exactly that so yeah. i took him to soft play 
Oh, got a bit about that. And I broke down on the soft play into two sections. I thought right halfway through the soft play, we will have a, a drink and a snack. Yep. Manageable chunks. Maybe a, maybe a bum change. Maybe a bum change. Who knows? Yeah, I know. Because so, uh, you had a curry last night, right? Am I right? Is that... Oh, him. Got you. Got you. Sorry. So I looked at my phone time. Dad of the year. And it, it was 10 o'clock. And that was half an hour. And I thought, right, at quarter past 10, I will we'll stop. We'll have a break. We fucking right we will. Have a pint. And then I reckon four minutes later... No more. I looked at my phone and it was quarter past ten. And you think that happened in super quick time? Yeah, it was mental. Mm. Like, it's actually, I don't know what happened. I can't do explain you, Oh, do you know that they actually, when they built the large Hadron Collider, they took a wrong turn and a portion of it goes for a soft play area in Essex, I've heard. <laughs> I think you might have been... I genuinely don't know. I can't explain what happened. It was so bizarre. You, you, you look, look. It was too quick for that. You was completely present with the air of your jeans. Yeah. And it was such a magical moment that you didn't realise it and you looked and time had just gone super speed. That is what had happened. Mm-hmm. It yeah, was I never crazy. had that the opposite. It seemed like drag on for fucking ever. With my I don't know what happened. I can't explain it. It was crazy. I was mm. just, I'm taken aback by it. I saw a new act this weekend. Was it one of the best new acts you've ever seen? Would you like to hear one of of their jokes? Yes, I would like to. I mean, I have already. Off a notepad. This is off a notepad. I want to listen. Just a little peek behind the curtain for the listener. We've already spoken. Uh, (laughs) Oh, so the other day a clock flew over my head. Well, you know what they say? Time flies when you're having fun. Doesn't mean anything, does it? Uh, It's a sentence. Right. What's the joke, though? Did you say to them, excuse me, what's no, no, the joke? No, they were on stage, Ash, and I'm not... Yeah, no, I think you should have. I should have just thrown a pool ball at their head. But, um, no, I mean, it's... Yeah, I mean, there's the old joke that Norm MacDonald done a meta version of. Did you hear about the guy that threw the clock out of the window? Why did the guy throw the clock out of the window? You heard the Norm MacDonald one? No, well, well, you know no, the obvious, the, the old joke is why yeah, I wanted to see time, time fly. Yeah. Well, Norm Macdonald goes, why did the man throw the clock out the window? Because he was a fucking R word. That's his joke. Because <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> Norm Macdonald's the best at those jokes. Yeah. When he goes, oh, here's a thing. And he always comes out of some fact. Like, Ash Friff of Essex was recorded picking the most bogeys out of his nose in one week and then eating them, which makes him, gets him a place in the official book, Guinness Book of yeah, yeah. Fucking R-Words. <laughs> Guinness Book of Fucking R-Words. It was weird because some of his punchline would just be the word Arab. <laughs> yeah. Arab, as he says. <laughs> I just don't know. I don't know how he got away with it because it never seemed offensive or that people took this offense. This is what I'm getting at. I, is it? You've, well, yesterday was obviously a bit heavy-handed and playing devil's advocate, but I want to try and take my cues from him. Yeah, not yeah. the fucking. So listen, climate. we were talking because I um, on Sunday. I don't. Oh, should I say the day? It was on Sunday. I did a gig, and someone did excellently. 
one of the acts did excellently, but I didn't get was it. confused by yeah, it. That happens. And um, but the audience loved it. Like, loved yeah, the them. audience loved the, yeah, but the, the audience loved Mrs. Brown's boys. You, yes. I don't, I don't give yes, a fuck what they think. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, you have to have an audience if you want to be a stand-up comedian. Yes, but I guess it was a case of semantics, whereas I have come to the conclusion, and only recently, and it's a bit of a revelation, They, I am of the opinion, I think this is where we... I don't think they have to like you. Um, they have to be find you amusing and they have to like... But I don't think... But what yes, I mean by no, that I is you that. don't have to be likeable. Do you know what I mean? Jack yeah, D that, was that not likeable. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. That's that all I'm saying. That was all I was trying to get at. But I had, yeah. uh, I was, I was emceeing uh, about two weekends ago, and an act come up to me and was, goes, says, "Fucking hell, that is just so funny as an MC. because." And I said something to a woman. I said, "Oh, I bet you, you're, you're a teacher." She was a teacher. I said, oh, "I bet it's a shit school, isn't it?" And she went, "Yeah, you're not wrong." And I went, oh, "This is, I'm not doing myself justice here. It's along the lines of I said." No, no, I'm not wrong. I've been doing this for a fucking long time. And this act thought it was so funny that I just sort of like, not bollocked her, but you're, going, you're just so miserable. And I was like, I oh, know, but they seem yeah. to like it, don't they? But I'm definitely, I definitely don't try to be, like, I, I hate those likeable, I don't hate them, but I would say the opposite end of the spectrum is Russell Howard. Whereas I felt, especially in the early days, everything was brilliant. Oh, my God, I heard the most amazing... Isn't it brilliant to be here? Look at this. Oh, look at you. Welcome. Brilliant. You know, everything's brilliant. It's yeah. Like a, I kind of think... No, you're just but, trying to... Uh, it's like a... You're, you're, you're like a smoke screen or you're sort of chumming the waters and... Like you're gassing us up so we all think it's I brilliant totally, when it's not. That is it. That is it. I'm not saying it's right or wrong or yeah. funny. I'm just I saying... I believe... Yeah, I'm talking about specifically building... And yeah, you have to have an audience that love your work. With you don't have to be likeable. I guess it's just semantics, well. isn't it? I'm talking about club. I'm not talking about online because you can yeah. do. I, but I go in the clubs and I don't at all try to be likable. I or none of my punchlines is me being the victim. They are really, but they are and they aren't. And I think you're one of the best. But what I'm saying is, oh, say that again. I didn't. I, I think up. you're. I think you're one of the greatest stand-up Lost. comedians Hang on, I've ever worked with. Oh fuck! Are you there, Ash? Say that again. Sorry. What? However. I'd like the listenership of this podcast to reflect that. Uh, yeah, well, look, oh, well, that's our fault. We're shit. We are shit. And yeah, we need yeah. to turn over a new leaf because the pro- look. I sometimes listen back to portions of this when I edit, and it's mm. not shit. No, it's this great. is not a shit podcast. I'm going to go. Mm. I'm going to go on the record and say that. Yeah, and we've got a small but very fanatical fan base, but too small. I don't want to say fa- they're quite fanatical, like as in they, they yeah. actually like us. They interact with us. They like us. So the they thing get is, Ash, if 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 a hundred people really like you, that that is scalable. That 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 is you know, that's not like oh, do you know what I mean? That's that's a hundred people out of probably a thousand that've ever. I'm just saying, giving out random numbers. Say if only a thousand people listen to this, but a hundred like it. If you, you scale that up to the population, this is a good podcast. Yeah. But, well, it's, it's, compared to some of the stuff I listen to, 100% yeah, I, I think it's just, is, yeah. I, I think it's better than a lot of the big ones. I've noticed. I mean, I don't want to uh, uh, sound um, and gloating in any way, but I've noticed certain podcasts have started, that have guests, a certain podcast, 
that has guests. Big, big one. You'd, we would have all heard of the, 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 the host and the show. Has started booking... What do you want to say? I don't want to say I'm disparaging. You know, like how we've sort of like bemoaned the booking policy of stand-up on TV? Mm. They've yes, started booking those sort of acts. And a few of yeah. them have been unlisted. I think you know what I'm talking about. A few of the recent episodes, I'm like, who the fuck's that? I don't know. And I look them up and it's just like basically an open micer from London that ticks some yeah. boxes. Almost unlistenable. And but then this the is first... The thing, because surely... They just can't do it. But the proof is in the pudding with comedy. There's no two ways about it. Not funny. You can't, it's not funny. And then you can't get a brick wall built by a shit open mic comedian. Expect it to stand up. I mean, you can't get an analogy written by a, what the fuck was that? If you're building a brick wall, you need a bricklayer to do it, yeah. right? You can't just hire an open mic comedian who's not very that good. Comedian that built a brick wall. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I was getting at. Yeah, I got you now. Yeah, sorry, I was a bit slow there. I'm hungover today. So anyway, I heard this comedian for the first time ever advertising his upcoming live shows, which he records mm. his podcast in front of an audience. Uh, actually, if you want this podcast to uh, carry on, you're going to have to buy tickets because they're really slow shifting. And I, I, I know why they are, mate. I know why they are. We all can't say it. You're getting people on here I've never heard of. And I noticed that what he did was he put in a retro one and had like someone who was actually funny. So he had like yeah. fucking open mic box ticker, open mic box ticker, open mic box ticker, straight white bloke from five years ago to get the numbers back up. Like re, re, re-released it. Then do you know what I mean? Yeah, is that too yeah, harsh yeah. or is that fair? No, it's definitely fair. Have you not just bang on as well? And if you notice, that's, that's you've true. It's got it? to be booking the funniest people. Yeah, I think. And that's and that, but yeah. that does mean you have to do work sometimes. That does mean you have to do a bit of work. And that's the thing. I think there's like easy corner cutting. Do the work, book the funny people. That's what I you have to do well, with big cheese. I think as well, I don't, I don't like, and I mean, I, I don't, I don't do this as someone that does book the odd gig. Booking people on the strength of their following social media because I, I think that very rarely translates to ticket sales. So I think it's a a, a false economy and b one thing's nothing to do with the other. Well, I guess it can do, but I've gigged with YouTube. Um, I'm not talking about Ashens. I'm talking about comedian, like people who stand up comedians. Comedian on Thursday, but I didn't see his set. I opened and left, but he's all then... over the place. But I, I've then seen them eat absolute dog shit on stage for 20 minutes because well, they're, to the promoter it's a different I've seen, world. I've seen, I said to the promoter, oh, this guy's on, everywhere on TikTok, isn't it? And he goes, oh, and he's actually really funny as well, naturally funny. I was like, oh, fair enough. He sounds like he's good at it. And fair play, you know, because I think if I had a big financial lucrative social media career, like if I had a foot page on OnlyFans, I don't think I'd do stand up. Do you not? It depends how, it depends. I think you love stand up. Oh, mate. I love stand-up, and I do love stand-up, but I would probably tour my own show. Yes, okay. Uh, and this is the, the thing. You'd like to think, after nearly 15 years in the game, man and boy, up and down the, up and down the countryside, man and boy, all the clubs, I've played them all, Ash. I've played the bingo halls to the theatres. I've played... Listen, I can get in that room full of... You give me an audience and I'll make them smile, son, you right? Now, I don't know if I thought I've done Trinity Joe Pasquale, but I've done that for... um. <laughs> 15 years nearly yeah. so unlike a Fox show will come he comes I'm just saying if I did put a touring show together you'd think it would actually I would be able to do it now so I've done it the right way around so yeah. now's okay. the time for me to just go on TikTok and do dance yes 
I totally cable. agree with that. It is this corner cutting. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah, I've done my, I've served my time. That's why I'm less squeamish about putting myself get out there. good now. and then get an audience. Don't get an audience and then work yeah, it out. Because yeah, well, you need about a product, someone, don't you? You don't it go might on Dragon's you. Den and go, I ain't got a product. Yeah. It might be you telling me. I can't remember. But, yeah, of course it was. Um, Someone was doing a show in a sort of theatre that had two rooms, a massive room and like a, you know, 75 seater. And they were in the change room next to a YouTuber who had sold out the big sort of 500 seater in the, in the venue. Was no, it not? No. So, or it might have been you telling me a third party story. So then um, the comedian said to the YouTuber, Oh, what's your show? That was the first show of this like mini tour the YouTuber was doing. What's the show? And the YouTuber went, I don't really know yet. I've just got some stuff I'm going to... And they're like, what? He's like, yeah, I'm not really sure. Oh, I'm just working it out. Me. Just working it out at the moment. Just working it out. And it's like, you've sold hundreds of tickets. And those people are all going to turn up and they're going to go, oh my God, I saw like John Smith. Yeah, it's an or... appearance, isn't it? Where, that's the thing. They've got no, they've got no skill. I don't know but what that... skill, what do you call it? Act, they've got no talent. No, that's not fair. What's the word? Skill, it is skill. They've, yeah, they've got no product, they've got nothing to sell. Because stand up, so it's you an can have brilliant material and not be funny. Yeah, and yeah. you get that. Like hosting, for example, emceeing, that is a thing you learn because you have to learn. It's about breathing, it's about taking time, it's about seeing something fun, it's about uh, pausing. Yep. Yeah. The, the thing about emceeing is it's not what you add. It's what you don't, it's what you don't add. So yeah. what I mean by that is when you get on stage and you're nervous and you're desperate and you can't want, you just, emceeing is you. There's nothing, there's no form of performing, any sort of arts or acting. There's nothing that is more similar to the real person than an MC in a club, I don't think. I mean, it is, there, it is me. That is me. Yeah. I'm not thinking, you know, when you write material, how does this mean? Oh, I can lead in the wrong way. You don't do that when you're emceeing. You're just, I mean, yeah. brain to mouth instant. Well, so, I emceed on Saturday and I told you, I, I told the story of the mate, football I, dad it's pulling his own trousers. Story. But I've never thought of it as a bit of stand up because it was hilarious to be there, but mm. I can't imagine well, I, I, how. Like you... I said to you in Messenger, uh, you said, oh, it's a, it's a you've got to be. They're like, well, I wasn't there. And I think about that story once a week, at least. It's hilarious. So, slight interruption in the podcast. We're now joined by a guest. Is it, is it Coco Chucklebums? It is Goo Goo Chucklebums. Coco, I said. He can't hear you, though. Should I give him, I'll give him a headphone? Just give him a squeeze so he makes a yelp. Make him yelp for Go on, make him yelp. Horse bite on the back Say of the... Hello, Justin. Hello. I do you. know your name, but I won't say it for child protection services reasons. Data. Well, he's laughing already. He's oh, I'm a funny already. guy. I'm the funny one. Um, um, what were we up to? Yeah, not I... ideal, but he woke up and I'm like... Oh, there he oh, is. There Shut up now. You had your fucking moment. So, Justin. Say hello, pod listener. Um, so, we were talking about the gig that I did. Oh, yes, and there was an we act about that... that unfathomable to you went over very well, fair to say? Yeah. Um, was that where we, where we were at? I can't uh, then think we were talking we were about emceeing. I was just made... Purest. The, the purest form of comedy. I made the observation that 
being getting good at emceeing is actually about removing skill affectation yeah being yourself mm. yeah yeah that's true and yeah there's no pre- there's no pretending at all no it's um oh yes yeah, so that's what i was going to say so i had the story about the football dad yes. backstepping and pulling his own trousers down and letting the goal um win. which i've told and letting in the girl being lobbed, but whilst also exposing his cock balls and anus. I like to think of um, gaping anus. I've, I've never ever thought that that could work in stand up because of the lack of context. You don't really want to do that much talking about setting it up for it, like why I'm on the football pitch. Very difficult to just start saying, I was on a football pitch once and blah, 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 blah. Uh, but it just so happened someone in the audience was a uh, football coach. And so I said, oh, I used to play football and then went into that store. I said, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen, but you wouldn't like it. That kind of thing. Um, but it went down an absolute treat. Of course it did. It's funny. Funny's funny. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's so many acts that just do that, tell stories. Um and at the end of the yeah. day, you're just telling the just story. Just feel like I've now got to work on a way of getting in. You haven't. Uh, the other thing that... Yeah, you see what you say? Look, this is all, all... All these jokes are well and good, ladies and gentlemen, but nothing. I've resigned myself that I would never be able to write anything as funny as this. And then just say it at the end. That's what I'd do. Yeah. Literally, okay, well, it it's try. just the funniest thing I've ever seen. That's, that is, that's how you what set a... it up. I, not I'm saying that. I'm saying that. a... That's, that's, the, that's the context. What about, Justin, my mum suddenly using my dad's old pay-as-you-go sim and texting from that account without any word of warning? Yeah, that's a bit um, Derek Accor, isn't it? It is a little bit. Yeah. Luckily, I worked at... Yeah. Do you know that Andy Smart what died? Yes. I got a, I think I had it a while ago, but it came up a friend request on Facebook from him that I think he sent me years ago and I never replied to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's but just now and then it. Facebook algorithm well, people... shuffles them and deals you one that's been in there. And I was like, oh, God. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That like you that. might I didn't even know him. I've, um, so this is day one of my Twitter lockdown, of course. Oh, yeah. How's it I've going? I've deleted well done, Twitter. So have you I've picked up my phone, one? I reckon, 400 times. Say again? You are. I said I've picked up my phone, I reckon, 400 times so far today. Just sort of looked at it and then put it back down. Yeah, it will get easier. How's yeah, of course, the, How's yeah. the diet going? Um, Not diet, uh, well, lifestyle, diet, the keto lifestyle. The lifestyle, um, well, it will be absolutely fine. But just currently, this weekend, it was not. Current but that's fine. Keto. I'm... <laughs> currants aren't keto, no? Oh, they're sugary currants, aren't they? Yeah, they're sugary, sugary fruit, aren't they? But you can have... There is some dried fruit that you can have, which is a bit weird. I don't. But I don't... I won't. No, I won't. I saw a photo of you on stage. You look svelter. Oh, when was that? When was the photo you saw? Well, from uh, the Big Deal yes, one, I did. Yes. Where the headliner went to the wrong venue and then just Blamed. wasn't going to be there. Then, then, then started having a go at someone... Whilst simultaneously the penny dropping, it was his fault. It was what I was told. Yes. Yeah, I love that. Well, at least he admitted it. 
Yeah, but I like that he was having a go at them. Like, there's no one here. You've given me the wrong information. And they're like, where are you? And I'm in this place. They went, no, the email we sent you was for this place. Yeah, that, that, you're looking at last month's email where you did that place before. <laughs> that is fine. What a way to lose, like, probably probably 500 quid. Well, yeah. Not just yeah, 400 Yeah, because you lost, you know, you don't, you know. Yeah. Um, you've travelled and... So you look better, but you still dress to... like a cunt. Oh, what was I wearing? I don't know, but you've not got... I don't know, you're so... You're, you're still dressing like the fat goth girl. You didn't need to get your curves out, mate. You don't need to cover up like that. You were wearing like a big knitwear, weren't you? No, I don't wear knitwear. I was wearing a black T-shirt and jeans, as I always do on stage now. <laughs> oh, Ash the Roadie. Ash. Who are you looking at in a knitwear? Huh? Who are you looking at in knitwear? Obviously, wasn't paying attention. I saw it and went, "Oh, I'm going to say something about his clothes." Because I paid because the, the toxic masculine the toxic masculine playbook clearly states any compliment must be must subsequently immediately followed up with an insult. Oh, I got it wrong. Okay. On stage as well on Saturday, an audience member um, sort of just for, for no reason told one of the acts that she was flat chested. Which I just thought was insane. Mm, out of nowhere, just that, to that say. That is negging, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's I should again say so. toxic masculine. That's page two. What's what wrong with toxic things to do men? When on... Really? I mean, if you think about the great what? men of history, they've all been toxic. I mean, they haven't had a great man that wasn't toxic. Oh wait. I think Napoleon was a great guy. He wasn't. Do you know they reckon before Hitler, he was the Hitler. He was in that chair as the worst person ever. You know, like God. Yeah, it's weird. Now they make. Yeah. They now make biopics. Brandy after him. Um, they've made a new film about him. Have they really? And uh, there's. Oh, don't tell me he's bloody black. Like bloody Cleopatra. (laughs) No. Woke flakes. They've now done a thing where there was bits in the film. They said, "Did that really happen?" And the director. Has said, um, well, I don't know, but it doesn't really matter. What's your take? Have you heard of the furore surrounding the sound of freedom? No. Uh, there's a new film out called The Sound of Freedom, and I believe it's funded by some Christian sort of group. And it's about anti, well, it's, an, it's, a, it's about child trafficking. And um, the it's it's and doing, un, it's doing, un, you know, I was. You know, they, I was a surprise box office hit. So what do you make a failure? Fucking hell, it actually people... It's not a surprise, is it? It's like unlikely, maybe. Is yeah, that, yeah. I suppose that's what they mean. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, so anyway, it's Probably about tra- child trafficking. And it's doing really well. Like it's beating like Mission Impossible, and st- which I saw a weird trailer for that the other day, which I'll get into after this. It was like a, it was a really weird trade, like a new thing I've never seen before. <clears throat> um, really? Yeah, it was. I tell you, I tell you about that now. Then, so I watched a trailer. It came up on my YouTube for um, the new Mission Impossible film. Mission Impossible. 7. But instead of being a conventional trailer with clips of the film or teasers, it was like a mini documentary about a particular stunt. So they've got. This oh big... yes, I've seen that. Yeah. Well, that's new, isn't it? That's a new thing. Yeah, just go, this is in this film. They're, You're probably going to want to watch it. It's ram, pretty impressive stunt. And he rides a motorbike off a ski slope, basically, to a base jump. And Tom Cruise is back, you know, in the trailer, sitting with the director, and they're going, oh, this is a bad idea. And 
It's like they're advertising the film by talking about how they made it. I don't think that's. I don't think I've ever seen that before. No. Yeah, that's that is interesting. They've done that little mini documentary. They're also behind the I'm not seeing it now. Obviously, there's also a thing where they are doing stuff like "We Need You." I've noticed this with a few other companies as well, where the Twitter adverts are made to look like they're they're for you. Yeah. Oh, really? Have you seen that? Where it's like they're trying to make it go like this has been tailored for you. Yeah. And obviously it's not. It's no. generic. It's just very clever. Well, this done. is the thing. Okay, so I guess that ties in because apparently Disney are taking L after L. They're flopping. But I think mean, Buzz, Buzz, is it? No, sorry, Lightyear was a flop. This new Indiana Jones is meant to be fucking shit, basically. Mm. And I saw that woman at Fleabag in an interview going, oh, it was so amazing. I got to punch indiana jones in the face it was what a wonderful feeling like because i guess he's like an old school chauvinist but the thing is the fan base love that character you you know and the thing about nerdy people and i think this is my definition of a nerd it's nothing to like and you could be a nerd about anything it's when you're too invested like i watch a film and then they make a second one like i really loved first blood for example and then yeah. they bring out Rambo, and I go, well, that was shit, because now it's like a superhero yeah. film where the first one was more of a social commentary on sort of like yep. um, abandoned vets. Two different yeah, films, gr- completely. I don't get upset about it. Nerds no. think that they're having they their own it. legacy shat on somehow. Yeah, totally So that's agree. what a nerd is to me. So, so if someone goes, oh, they're brought out... They're fucking... but, the, but nerdy people, are Lucasfilm, I think, is sort of like a hive of nerdism. You can't yeah. say to all these nerds, you can't come into the franchise, right, and say, oh, the best thing was I got to punch that wanker in the face. They love him. You're punching them yeah. in the face. It's weird that they're in the film saying Yeah, yeah. I don't, they should sit in a junket. I don't know if she's... <laughs> but, you know, it's like, because she's like this feminist fucking thing. I don't know. Fem- What's he done that's wrong, Indy? He's all right, isn't he? I remember when the first one, when she was stitching... Well, she was tending to his wounds on the boat. He's just married to his own, his, his work. And he goes, uh, oh, all, it hurts here. And she kisses it. And then oh, he goes, yeah. he gets his dick out and goes, here. Hit. Yeah, yeah. I graze my bell piece. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. that. I do that. I, I pop down the hospital once a month yeah. for that sort of thing. I, I, I've i got to have a prostate. Well, I haven't got to. I told an act about my, my, my um, lack of feeling on the jisms. And he openly mocked me and laughed. I said, it might be cancer. So I've, I've, I've requested a woman. I want a prostate exam, but I've, I've requested a woman. Because I think if you can request a man, why can't you request? I just think I'm more comfortable getting pegged. There goes. Uh, but um, well, I told you. <laughs> I told you my um, NH peg. I had the NHS. I had the uh, the woman and the receptionist. Yeah, yeah the so. chaperone. Yeah, who stood this side of the curtain rather than the other side? I think they. That was that's that is literally. The setup to a eighties porn when porn had story, isn't it? And also laughed when I phoned back in later that day. Oh, you one with the, the tiny wink wonk. Mm. Yeah, exactly mm. that. So anyway, I was um, talking about well, nerds. What was I talking about? Oh yeah, so this film, The Sound of Freedom, is anti child trafficking, which I think I thought we all were, right? Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't think it's a political film. I think it's it's pretty much uh, like taken a, a father has his child. I don't know if it's based on a truth. Well, anyway, but anyway, 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 the mainstream legacy media are panning it as a QAnon conspiracy film, 
and apparently they're saying if you go and watch this, you're right wing. Uh, but you can't say that about film. But apparently like, it's you not right wing. I mean, I haven't seen it, but I've I've, I've, I've watched. I, I I guess it's like Gogglebox, but I watched a podcast where they were talking about it, and they'd all seen it. And they said, oh, I saw the headlines and I was watching it, waiting for the when's the right wing stuff. It isn't. It's just basically now the left think in America that because of Pizzagate uh, and Epstein that and QAnon, they think that the right believe in child trafficking and paedophilia. And the left think it's all like a overplayed myth. It's very odd. I don't know why you. I, it's a very so weird I, I road we go into, this, isn't it? Not us. I mean, generally. Yeah, but what got me onto it was when we were saying, "Oh, you know, everyone's like Hitler's the go-to bad guy." You know, you, you know, you could. Yeah, there's yeah, a reason yeah. that everyone uses that as a cites him as a reference for the Nazis because no one's going, "Oh, hang on, I, mean, I actually quite agree with their pot." You know, you. And I thought it that does, child. There is a lot of that. There is that happening. I thought child trafficking. Now you say child rape. Universal. I thought that was like the safe one. You don't have to look over your shoulder before you slag it off. So, but apparently you do now because it means you are a uh, uh, January. I the think 6th. is it the accusing of certain types of people for, of no, doing I, it? I, I is that what it's it is? Just, like this, apparently it's a really big problem. And they had this uh, bloke on this podcast I was seeing that apparently if you want to get out, this is what the fucking... Do you know if you're a woman and you've been... They get you in young and they desensitise you by, I'm not going to say it on here, the most heinous shit, right? At, inhumane, awful stuff. To, so now you're in the life and you're unshockable, but they do it when you're very young. It's awful, right? Then if you want to get yeah. out, they, 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 they reckon this bloke was, would just, they, they'll take a photo of a selfie of them outside like your mum's house, right? And say, if you, you know, you, I'll just kill your mum if you leave. But then if you do want to get out, you have to recruit your replacement. So, Young children and women, young women especially, that are uh, recruited into these traffic and sex, you know, sex uh, workers against their will, are actually recruited by the woman getting out. Isn't that fucking sick, man? It is. Yeah, so it's like the pimp don't do it or whatever you want to call it. I don't even, I don't even think you call them pimps. Just... Pimp don't do it. That was your album. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> that was the name of your album, that brilliant joke that people What made. was the name of the album? The Pimp Don't the Do pimp It. The Pimp Don't Do It. That is, that's a hip-hop album, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. The Pimp Don't Do It by a... a... And now, so now I've got... A, so the system is now I have to yes and that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have to go and... Get, you want to leave my little sex den? You can. But you, I know I want an 11-year-old boy to take your place. And you've got to get him. Oh. Bring me an 11-year-old right. boy and you can go sort of thing. Which is basically... Is that... That's going to be our little highlight clip of this week's episode. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, that was just my shopping list. Did I say the quiet part out loud again? Whoops, whoops, silly me. Uh, it seems like a weird place for me to have to end this podcast, but I do have some unexpected parenting responsibilities. Don't let him get trafficked. I'll try not to. And if anything, you've woken me up to the fact that that's going on. So you've probably saved a life Now, I've there. probably... I mean, can I don't I know where say, he is right say, now. That's the, the risk problem. Of talking about something you haven't seen is it might be a complete right-wing propaganda film, and I've just put my foot in it. But I haven't seen it, and I don't. And all my point is, no, you're just talking about the the conversation around. Yeah, all it. I yeah. would say is, listener, dear listener, please do not push don't an watch. issue that we can all agree is wrong to one side or the other. Because if you're trying to say that only right-wing people are anti or believe in child, I think you're just creating a little gap in which it can flourish. Not that we can do anything about it, but anyway, that's the point. I think point. that's really true. Yeah. 
Anyway. Well, it's not been the light-hearted end of the podcast. That's all right. Sorry they, 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 they are. I went out last night. I got to say, I'm fucking hanging bad. I went out and there was a th- <laughs> there was a thrash band in one of my local pubs. It was fucking great. Yes. Playing. Big scene of it up there, isn't there? Yeah, well, they've started this NR3 pub mile. It's, we, I live exactly slap bang in the middle of it, like literally in the middle of it. Like As you walk down the road, I am about 30 metres off the main road in exactly halfway point. There's nine pubs and it's gonna ru- and it's rivaling the Otley Run in Leeds apparently, <laughs> and they're having live bands and DJs and all sorts on some date. But uh, anyway, so they were playing like early Metallica and Slayer and all sorts. I was fucking teenage Jussie was, I lifted my baseball cap up and pulled my fringe out and put my baseball cap back on. I always have my fringe out. You say what? I always have my fringe out. And the baseball cap. Oh, do you? I don't. I don't. I'm a near, slick. I'm a slick Rick, though, ain't I? I have the slick. I did an act said to me the other day that you must be from Essex with that slick back hair. I went, no. Outrageous. I don't know what that means. You can't. I've got slick back hair. Yeah. Uh, thanks, listener. Sorry, it's a short one. I'll be That's back what you on said Thursday, to the bloody not... receptionist. Because <laughs> of your dick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll be back on Thursday on Patreon. You'll probably uh, we'll do, we'll do an hour and a half on Thursday, yeah, to make up for it. it so become yeah, a patron to get that hour and a half good juju. Um, if you're not a patron, send me a message. Let me know. Not on Twitter, though. I'm not on there. Um, send, go on. How can they message? I don't Discord. know anymore. Go on Discord. They can't go to Discord if they're not a patron. If you're not yeah, a patron, somehow a patron. let us I'm know. I'm not even talking to you anymore. Fuck off. Oh, yeah. Fair. Um, all right, mate. Uh, thanks, listener. Speak to you in a bit. Hello, me old tiddlers. Looks like, well, sounds like, doesn't it? Looks like, well, looks like, because you've seen the, the description, it's a solo. JP, Jussie Peanuts, J, J Unit Pancakes um, solo pod. I'm still away. Travelling on my travels and a very lucrative top secret assignment uh, project project project. Uh, what you been up to? Firstly, are you okay? Topical. That was Holly Willoughby. Remember that? Remember when? Um, remember when um, Philip Schofield was all in the news, and then Hugh Edwards was all in the news, and then they said, uh, "Yeah, we've." Got loads of UFOs and we've got aliens in the freezer. It was all in the news. And then there's a drone attacking. Right, and the word fucking Epstein. And the other thing I was thinking about Epstein and um, Jelaine Maxwell. Now I don't know any facts because, as you know, facts is boring. But it don't you think it's odd, almost unique, that she has, as far as I know, and again, I don't know anything... So as far as I don't know, she has been convicted of trafficking, supplying, procuring underage girls for who? I know Epstein. But don't you think that in all other sort of cases, law cases, crimes, you need to have the actual crime listed like oh you sold drugs who to i don't know we don't we don't know who you sold we just think no that's why you have to catch them in the sting isn't it that's why you dress up like a druggie grow your bloody hair get a tie-dye t-shirt on start saying man and then you go uh, yeah i want to buy some drugs man and the second they go here you go then you go oh yeah and then when you went to court they would say oh so and so try to 
to supply Class A drugs to Officer Officer Krupke, Krup, Krup, Krupke, who was dressed up as a fucking stone. But they, you can't just say, oh, we've got the, all the names in the book. They, they, this is the thing I don't get about them. The Matrix, Mainstream Media Matrix. That was my Andrew Tate. Is um, They let you have little dribs and drabs, don't they? They say, oh, yeah, we've got a book of all the names in, but then they won't tell you the names. So why do they just... So you go, why did they say they had the book? Why don't you just not say that? But I guess... I don't know. But, you know, so anyway... She's been uh, arrested for supplying lots of girls to lots of paedophiles, one of which we know who legitimately and without question suicided in a cell when the CCTV happened to be off and the guards were um, agency workers. I don't mean like the FBI agents. I think they were just sort of like temps. They didn't know what they were doing and they was. I bet they was having a, you know, the old fit where they're having a sleep in the sheriff's office and the big keys and the big chain on a hook on the wall right next to him with a big key fob that says jail cell key. And uh, the guy in the in the um, sheriff's office is just behind one massive set of bars with like a pool cue of a hook on the end. Like, hook a duck. Remember hook a duck at there? Like trying to just get the key off the wall. I imagine it was like that but with the uh, men in black. What was I on about? Yeah, so anyway, all these things are just a distraction from... Alex Jones said it best, and he said it first. The world is run by interdimensional paedophiles, or pedophile pedophiles, as he would say. So I've been busy. I've been not busy as well. That's the thing where people always say, yeah, I've been busy all the time. I mean, I've been, I've been asleep and stuff in between my spells of busyness. Sat on the couch, watched Mr. In-Between. Can't recommend it enough. If you're lucky enough to have... Well, unlucky enough to have Disney+. Plus. I mean, we get the... We've got a login because of family members. Well, I don't pay for it, but, you know... got a kid, I've got a seven-year-old in the house. He's not captured. Stepson. He, he watches a lot of Disney Star Wars stuff. I can never get my head around that Disney Star Like I can, actually. But that would be the moment when I... Even if I was a Star Wars dude, which I, I never have been. I like the toys, I've got to say, when I was younger. But the films had never really... But um, the moment they became... You know, if you're an adult Star Wars fan, you're like, oh, no, actually, it's you know, it's, it's, it's a classic tale about good versus evil. It just happens to be... Certain. The minute it's Disney, you're like, oh, fuck, I'm watching a Disney film. Well, I, I've... I've Siren just went past. Oh, there was a big arrest in Anglia Square. I don't know what it was. Anglia Square is the um, the brutalist concrete, sort of like much maligned, but also everyone's quite affectionate about it, like ironically so. Um, old school precinct uh, where they've got like a weird... I think I speak about Anglia Square too much. You probably feel like you know it, even if you don't know it. But anyway, I was walking back from the merchant's house on uh, Tuesday evening which was a lovely evening, because it's been shit weather, hasn't it? Have you noticed this? I mean, I drove to Sunderland Wednesday, and it, as soon as I got to Lincolnshire, it started raining, and then didn't stop raining the whole way there and back, five hours each way. Oh, I had a hostile heckler. I'll get back to that. Um, very rare, but I think that she was just drunk and stupid. And uh, what was I saying this for? Yeah, I got up there. Shit weather. Terrible. And at one point, it was like I had to really concentrate, and it was like so much spray coming up on the A1. Fucking, I'm going to say torrential. I'm going to say that. 
very unusual for August. And also, that was the day, that was August the second Wednesday, I think. And we were driving up. And I was driving all that way towards Edinburgh on the first or second day of the festival. And I had a really weird feeling of doing that long drive up there, up the A1. Sort of like just before you get to sort of the East Coast and you sort of go past, you see the Angel of the North and all that. And then you cross the Scotch Corn across the borders and then you go up and then there's that big weird power. But I was doing, I was doing like two thirds of the drive, but not going to Edinburgh and... When my partner took a turn driving, I'd be looking at my phone because I don't look at my phone when I'm driving. Ever. And um, do you know why? Because I lost once playing, I lost a match of Clash Royale when I had to go through. I was driving playing Clash Royale and um, went through the Dartford Tunnel coming back into. And uh, that's not, I don't know, it's an attempt at a joke. But I, uh, so uh, I was going all right, and I, and I thought, oh, I'm getting all the ennui of um, Edinburgh and all the sort of like, I felt really depressed. And then I remembered, oh, God, I'm not actually going to Edinburgh, it's actually good. I was like, doing a like, fairly well paid. Oh, I've just blown this cover that I'm not doing a big project. That was a joke. I've just, I've given it away, but I've got to talk about my life. So then I was like, oh, so I did a little Facebook. I'm going to look at it now because I'm not driving. I did a little Facebook status about it, and I said, uh, and it was sort of born in a real feeling. And I don't do many. I'll tell you how many, how many likes I got. 62. Three. 63. Why does it always say one person and 62 others like this? And if I click on it, it's not even the most recent person listed. How does that Facebook algorithm thing become a thing? Like, like So you might, you might um, post something... Bit got married, have kids, get loads of fucking likes. I've noticed that. Uh, but you might post something like a joke, and then I'll like it, and a hundred other people like it. And when you look at it, it might say Justin Panks, and a hundred people or ninety-nine people like this. And you, why me? Was it pick me out? And yeah, I don't know. Don't know. So um, Twitter is now called X. That's fucking weird, isn't it? I woke up on Monday. I woke up on Monday. I did a gig in... God, I had a busy week last week. Listen to this, guys. I think I went... Well, I don't think I went. I'm going to tell you. I went Essex, London, Hull, Cheltenham. That was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Stayed at the sister-in-law's in Birmingham Sunday night. Travelled back Monday. Woke up Monday. Looked at my thing. I don't use Twitter. I've got a new project I'm doing, which I've set up a Twitter for. Keep your eyes peeled, as if I'm not going to let you know about that. And it's just, uh, I thought, oh, God, what's this? Like some por- It looked like a porno thing, like a black square with a sort of art deco. And it sort of looked like a looked like a gas station dick pill, like a Stree Overlord sort of thing, Rhino X, that sort of thing. But it just, I mean, they're still called tweets. And there will come a, if it stays around forever, there will come a point where that'll be like a trivia, wouldn't it? But why, why, why are bulletins posted on the app x called tweets and then like someone will go like oh because when it began it was actually called twitter and that'll be like when you have to explain opal fruits to the starburst generation or whatever they've changed lilt to have they rebranded lilt i saw the news that they were going to change lilt and everyone was like oh you can't change lilt that wasn't an accent and then they did i guess they did but i don't know what to sif was a weird one jiff and sif don't mean anything it's like, oh, we're going to have to change it to SIF, which is um, 
the European GIF, not the lemon juice, which I think is double F, but GIF, J-I-F, the cleaning cream, which SIF, I don't even know if you, I guess. When I was young, GIF, SIF is now a cleaning range of products, I believe, or a range of cleaning products is better English, but I think GIF used to just be that creamy, that one that was like cream, smelly cream, like a bit like white brasso, but for what was it for? What did you do with you? Was that, that wrong? Am I imagining that wrong? Jif wasn't. I imagine Jif was like the sort of. It was like in a white, and it came out, and it had like a powder, like a chalky liquid for doing hobs. Is that the Jif? Jif maybe is a floor thing actually, because now I remember that thing of Jacko from Brushstrokes used to do the Jif adverts, didn't he? And they had the classic black and white um, checkered tiles kitchen floor and. Uh, Donald and I think the whole premise of the advert was he'd look at the camera like oh I'm gonna get fucking laid and I've I've done some housework and therefore my wife's gonna have sex with me. This is unhealthy relationships that the sif that big that big uh not toiletries, what do you call them? What are they sort of cleaning products called? Domestic what do you call that that sort of shit? I don't know what you call that stuff. Toiletries is like the equivalent for the human body. You know what I mean, big Cleaning product industry. It's like, oh yeah, you get scrubbed the floor. Do you know what? I actually think old fashioned sound the sound the the fucking old fashioned uh, misogynist klaxon. Chauvinist, actually. Show that's probably the better word. Show uh, doing housework makes you unfuckable in the eyes of a, a woman that wants a real man. You, you you do that, love. You fucking get on your knees and clean that step, and I might sort you out. How about that? Now that is how you fucking treat a lady right. And I know it. All the ladies listening go, "No, he's right." I don't. We can't admit it because doing the housework's a fucking annoying. But he's right. Like you know, just wait, wait till I take this penny off and throw you on the bed. Like, there's no fucking Mills and Boone or there's no there's no fucking chapter of Fifty Shades where Mr. Grey goes, you know she walked in Anastasia walked in and he was ironing the, no no, he's driving around in a helicopter doing manly stuff I don't actually know anything about that book that, do you know what, that has come and gone so quickly as a ubiquitous cultural reference in stand-up comedy and all, all culture really like 50 shows god it's fucking so everyone had a, just a reference 50 broke back mountains stayed longer if you got a cowboy looking shirt on broke back mountain um but the 50 shades of gray thing i don't know it seems to have been played out come and gone what are the other ones like that you got broke back mountains like a reference for something 50 shades of gray Gotta be another one in there. Can't think. Did you see? I just had this thought the other day about um, speaking of Disney. I think Lucasfilm, who Star Wars was also Indiana Jones series, and I saw this thing I talked about it the other day, and I, and I said about how nerds are going to get angry with this Phoebe Waller-Bridge going, oh, yeah, I uh, punched him, it was lovely. And I, th- I was thinking about that, because it's, it's just a really horrible thing to say. Like, and an odd thing to say for an actor to talk about something 
they've done it, like imagine if like you know someone was interviewing a, a, an actor and he said oh god oh my career highlight I tell you it was fucking amazing best that oh, I felt so good when I raped Jodie Foster on the pinball machine in The Accused you'd be like <laughs> needle scratch you what bruv say that again that's like I know that punching an old man but I it's not the same, but it's still against the law. It's just a really odd thing to say. It's like, well, one, it's make-believe. And if if you're so fucking tragic that you're sort of like a act of defiance against the patriarchy is pretending to hit a man in a scene written by a man, directed by a man with a man's... Like, basically, three men are in on it to give you permission to pretend. And you're like, oh, yeah, I'm smashing the patriarchy one jaw at a time. It's like, you ain't doing shit. I hope that came across the right way and with the intention I intended intention I intended it to. That's the intention I intended it to come across with. Uh, to say, I don't like the free pass that certain people are given if the zeitgeist deems the cause, like the hypocrisy about people protesting certain things during lockdown and uh the government who are cunts and don't get me wrong the the government who had parties are definitely cunts i'm not saying they're not but the people that went on a protest with hundreds of thousands of them were bloody heroes um because one was a party eating cheese and wine and the other one was about the police not killing certain factions of the society but Rules is rules. I don't like any rules. If you're a rule-following bootlicker, you can't choose which... I suppose you can choose which boot to lick, but like I've said elsewhere, uh, all you're doing when you lick a boot is putting your face very, very close to the boot that will eventually stamp on your face for all of history. I feel like 1984... uh, What'd you call it? The sex one, I said. Fucking hell, I'm so tired. Fifty Shades of Grey... As that's faded away, 1984, but about 1984 comes back, doesn't it? And it's culturally relevant, and then it sort of like fades a bit. I remember in the 80s they made the film with John, and it was like obviously they made it in 1984. That would make sense, wouldn't it? Fucking idiot. That was like they would obviously signpost that uh, signpost uh, with that. But they, yeah, and then it comes back, and it was like 1984, and people. And I saw a thing where like it was like a, 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 a progressive left-wing meme and it was like oh everything's like 1984 says man that hasn't read 1984 you know one of those sort of like onion news thump things and you think one it is like 1984 two just because someone hasn't read a book that's obviously still allowed to refer to it i think aren't they i mean i haven't seen brokeback mountain or read 50 shades of gray but at my shame i have referenced that especially on stage and three i think i said a b three or one two c i did something wrong there implying that people that don't agree with you are thick so thick they can't read or are unread and uh i'm team unread i don't like to read i believe that all human beings are born with all infinite knowledge of the things we need to know and I think that I, when I was, certainly in the past, I haven't heard it recently. Oh, did you know we only use one third of our brains? I think the other two thirds is all the knowledge that the lizard overlords have oppressed by keeping us eating carbs. There's something they pump in our food. that uh, Like we've lost the knowledge from the civilizations 
from the ancients that's also repressed in our... There's basically there's three wings in the library of our human brains and two wings are closed and they've hidden the doors behind a bookshelf that's got things on it about Britain's Got Talent and Philip Schofield. All loads of books about that. If you just didn't read none of that shit and just chuck that shit out, you'll find the doorway go, oh, I knew everything. I know the origins of the universe and the meaning of life. They just didn't want me to know because if we did know, we'd just sit around eating things off the trees in all the abundant free land the other side of the ice wall. Some of those things I think, some of those things I don't. I'll leave that to you to work out. Use your own fucking brain. And another thing that occurred to me, and this occurred to me, like, in the middle of the night, the other night, COVID, the testing, I've come to the conclusion that the COVID test centres was a big global, excuse me, concerted effort to um, harvest and store our DNA, if you think about it. I heard a story where a someone... Uh, signed in to do the COVID test, then had an emergency and left without doing it. And they got the text message saying, you've been tested positive and they didn't even do it. But they sort of like drove in, blah, blah. And also I heard a story that I just made up where a couple went to the COVID test and the, the man got the woman to do both and one was positive and one was negative. But again, I made that up, but could be true. It could have happened. And then, so now the government have got all of our DNAs on file haven't they? Because every time, I remember when I was younger and used to sort of not be quite so um, lazy as I am now, and I used to get in trouble because I was so unlazy, finding self things for myself to do, that when they started fingerprinting and taking a swab, and it's like, well, there are a lot of people that aren't going to get, so how can we get all the DNA from the people that, oh, i tell you what, this isn't, I'm not saying they did it for that reason, but as I said, the big corporations, the man, the machine, does not let a good crisis go to waste. Big pharma made money. Big businesses shut down smaller businesses. They passed stricter laws about congregating in public. And they've got all a lot of people's DNA now. And it's not just crime. I mean, you think, that, what uh, was it Cambridge, Cambridge Analytics did with the data harvest and that on Facebook? I mean, what is DNA? It's just data, isn't it? Hmm. I think that's what they did. I'm really pissed. I actually did a... And that's what they would say, wouldn't it? It's like, oh, you can get the COVID money, but you've got to have an official test. I wish I hadn't had a fucking... I never had the vaccine. I wish I'd never had the COVID test now. I regret that. But one of them I went to, I got a horrific nosebleed. So fuck them. I bled all over their things. Um, COVID wasn't a thing, was it? Nobody died of that, did they? If you, if you, if you, if you do know someone... Or that, or if you lost someone to COVID, or know someone that lost someone to COVID, I say to you this: they would have died anyway. And I think you know that deep down. Like when Ash was on about his auntie Vi, he was like ninety-seven. Um, I think a cold would kill someone. Like you know, bloody General Tom Parker survived all them wars, and then no. He actually uh, fell off his stair lift. That's what happened to him. I told him it wasn't a toy. He used to go up and down. He was, so, you know, like he started forgetting where he was. He'd put his parachute on and go down the stairs as quick as he could, trying to relive his youth. Probably like when he was in the war. He was in like, some really old war that didn't even have like parachutes, I reckon. I reckon he was one. Of, when I was a kid, they had this thing on the telly. It was about like the English Civil War. 
and he used to come on like after Benny Hill. So I don't know, like on a Wednesday or before Benny Hill. But the opening credits was like the Roundheads and the other ones, and they had, I guess they're called pikes, aren't they? Like really, really long sticks. And I guess the idea is if you've got a really, really long, like a sharp barge pole, right? If you've got a really long stick, you can stab someone who's like a long way away from you and they can't stab you. But at the start of this um, documentary series, they had a reenactment and there was like one group of dudes on the left and one group of dudes on the right. And they all had, I know this is only television, but they all had the exact same long sticks and they walked into each other doing a battle cry and they would just march with their sticks like a slow pedestrian jousting. And they just freaked me out when I was a kid. Because I used to think, fuck me, these blokes are just walking into certain death. And when you walk into a sharp stick, you could obviously stop walking. Maybe even, I don't know, radical idea, walk backwards and not die. And also, if you've all got long sticks... You've all got shorts. There's, there's, if you've all got the same length sticks, they ain't long. They're just sticks. So there's a, you know, this is what this is the the, the uh, spiv racketeer in me. Even then, I was thinking, God, in them days, I'd have set up, I'd have, oh, what? There's going to be a battle at Nays Naysbridge near fucking Hastings. What this Saturday? I'd set up a little market stall there, and say that the 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 the, the, the de rigueur size of stick for the day was sixteen foot. I'd say I'm selling 18 foot sticks. Who wants one? Limited. Fucking hell. And then next month, beauty is go down there with your 20 foot sticks. Then at the end, I was thinking, we're too long to hold up. You'd have to have like a snooker rest on wheels, like a little trolley halfway down your stick. Then you're basically, then you've just got a long pointy wheelbarrow, the precursor of the tank. I mean, this is kind of, if you think about it, the first armoured vehicle that I've just invented. God, I'm so clever, right? I'm so clever, I can invent things that have already been invented if I just place myself back in a time before they were invented. It's a good way of making yourself feel clever, that is. Oh, I invented something, shoelaces. Hmm? What? Yeah, no, but you know, I invented them. You know, When I invented them, I was, I was pretending I was in um, 1302. Sometimes I do worry about myself. I think I've got, I don't know if it's a mental illness, but it's definitely a mental... I don't know if it's an illness. It's a condition. Because me and Ash was talking about the solo ones. And he says he's like, you know, it's just tough. And he said, and it struck me as odd that he goes, oh, just talking on your own. And I realised I'm not on my own. There's about 19 people with me. And they're, I'm just I'm, I'm just connecting them. I'm like the telephone. I'm like the old operator that used to pull the things out. And she'd pull out the little plugs. And, and I'm, I just basically do that between all of the characters that, are in my head. I haven't created them. They were there when I was born. They're in, the, they're in one of the wings of my library. Maybe that's what we've all got in our head. You know the two-thirds of our brains? Maybe, guys, the, the big portion of our brains that is no longer used or we can't access is where all of your past incarnations' memories are stored. I don't know if I believe in... Um, Jif... I just used vinegar. You thought I was going to say reincarnation. Then I was. And then I thought I'm going to... Um... Hey, so guys, so I did a really interesting um, episode of Three Speech that should have gone out Friday, just gone. Episode 102. I urge you to go watch it. We interviewed a porn star called Jennifer Keelings, who's done all of the porn star stuff. 
basically had sex on camera. Yeah, that's all the porn star stuff, Justin. Let's not try and over-explain it. I don't mean anal and facial. I mean, like, she's done, like, the fake taxi. She's gone to America. She's done, you know, she's not like an only fan. Not, and I'm not only only. There's no only only fans. Listen, if you're on there, making, selling what you got, I'm not disparaging that. So anyway, let's get back to my, um, I am really. You shouldn't be doing it, you whore, you're going to hell. Or, and that can, that's a non-gendered whore, by the way. I mean all people. So I went to Sunderland, and um, I was like 22 minutes into a, well, I was asked to do 25 to 30, and I was 22 minutes in. And this woman, this is in Sunderland, mind you, she said something. And I said, what was that? And she went, oh, I'm just bored. That's, you know, and I went, oh, you didn't have to tell me that. That's fine. You're allowed to feel that, you know. And I said, what, what, why are you bored? And she went, oh, cause I don't agree with what you just said about Tinder. And I went, oh, you're actually thick and don't know what's going on. I thought you were being a cunt. Like, I, I, and it was sort of like I was said it to be slightly amusing. It's not really, not really a zinger. But she was just so drunk. And then she went, actually, I'm really annoyed that you've just interrupted my conversation. Genuinely, can you believe? Again, that is a trope. There are stock MC lines when someone's talking. That There's a stock joke. That is like, it's isn't it annoying when you go out to have a conversation and someone builds a comedy night around you. Obviously, subverted and flipped on the head. You've come into a comedy night. And listen, if you're... And I, and I didn't say this, but I have said this before on stage. It's not me. I've got your money. I don't give a fuck. But all the people sitting around you have paid to watch comedy. Now, if you don't want to watch comedy, the door's not locked. As far as I'm concerned, as far as I know, you're not locked in there. You're free to leave. Right? So, but you're, all the people, and like, when she said, because the idea was someone like that, who's being a cunt, because I think what it was, was she didn't know I could hear her. I heard her. I think she felt self-conscious. She tried to be defensive bad idea really I, I didn't even say anything but when she said i'm actually really annoyed and she meant it she when she said i'm really actually not actually really annoyed that you've interrupted my conversation oh the crowd oh fuck off like they went nuts at her and i was like oh i sort of felt bad for her is that is that weird that i sort of like this woman that was trying to be absolutely awful to me um i actually felt bad for her because everyone turned on her i'm just such a lovely guy I had a big theory to tell you all, and I can't remember what it was. So I'll probably save that for Thursday. But I am away now, if you're interested. Uh, what day is it today? Monday? Oh, I don't know where I am. I'm, I've, I'm away this week. I'm in, I'm in London, w- Windsor. Then I'm doing a two-day festival near Bakewell. But that's on the Sunday and the Monday. And because of the weather, I've said thanks for the offer for camping for free. Thanks for the that's that's where I'm at my in my career. If someone gives me a six foot square piece of grass in a field, I'm like, yeah, that's on the rider. But no, thanks for letting me the. But I'm actually staying in the hotel because fuck that. I'm not sleeping out in the rain and getting wet and shit and cold. And then um, I'll get ill and I'm a bit. I don't know if you can tell. I feel a bit croaky now. But uh, as far as I know. Did I tell you about the big arrest? I didn't, did I? So I was walking back on Tuesday and there was loads of police vans and the uh, dogs were out. Come on, police dogs. Don't call women dogs. Not cool, guys. 
body positivity like Lizzo. Didn't Lizzo ever go at someone for being fat who's like not as fat as her? I didn't read it. I just saw the headline and went, ha ha, that's quite funny. Um, and they arrested someone. But I've been Googling and searching Norwich Evening News and I can't find out what it was for. But I only just missed it. I only just missed it. So I was walking down, had a pint, walked back. But when I walked down, before I even got to the merchant's house, there was police cars, blues and two, Sarge coming the other way. Um, I hope he wasn't done for shoplifting. Oh, I... Let's guess. That's, that's, what, would, what would your dream scenario be? I think mine would be he was done done the old waving a machete around. Not actually killed anyone or maimed, but was doing that threatening everyone with a, with a weapon. That's what I like to think it was. Something a bit different, you know? Keep you guessing. Anyway, I'm going to go now. Um, go to 3Speech on YouTube, 3Speech, and watch episode 102. Notable because I was... There, there was a, it, I think it was funny because I was blackout drunk again. And one of you in Discord said, were you drunk on that Patreon episode of Three Speech? I said, yeah, of course I was. And he went, that's your best work. Can't remember who said it. But I will always remember the compliments because, you know, needy. And on that note. Doo, no, not that note. Doo, that note. I'm going to say, peace to mother by Lee Rodriguez.